This episode of the Moms Network is brought to you in part by Promenade Bolingbrook. Welcome to the Moms Network, a talk show focused on all things mom-related. My co-host Patty and I would like to welcome two fellow moms and friends, Kim White and Kristen Jungles. Today we are discussing being an empty nester. Kim and Kristen's kids have already left the nest. Patty has launched two-thirds of her kids, and mine are headed to the on-deck position soon. So what do I have to look forward to or not? I love the adults my kids are becoming. Like, I love that part. And I didn't think I would. Like, for, I mean, not that's not, <laughs> oh, I agree. That's not an awful, but I, okay, yeah. children, when you're watching this, I thought you were gonna be productive <laughs> members of society. But I just thought that I would be more, like, sad, I guess, or, mm. like, longing for the days when they were little. But then I realized that when the first one went to college, it was like, okay. And then when she got out of college, we have our first one that's off the payroll <laughs> and lives on yeah. her that's own. That's a beautiful and has, thing. It's right? a beautiful oh my gosh, thing. That's the best. But then I love to see her thrive in her life. Yeah. Um, I will say the challenge for like my husband and I, we're dating again. Like you, you almost don't know. Well, what do we do with our time? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. now we're, we were used to sporting events or kid programs. Isn't that the truth? You're totally scheduled. Like you're at soccer games and football yes. games and music performances. And, and then you go out with those people afterwards, right? Right. So when they leave, you suddenly don't have that. And you look at the calendar and you're like, whoa, whoa. there's <laughs> nothing on What there. do we do? Yeah. So, right. so that's probably my biggest challenge with it is like creating this new normal. Almost, mm -hmm. and how do we do that? Like, where do we find our friends? Like, it seems like we're <laughs> in fifth grade. Like, how do I find friends? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's well, more available. It's great because I know for us, like, it's seven o'clock at night or nine o'clock at night. We could just get up and go to you know a restaurant and have a glass of wine or something. And right. We don't have to think about what are we going right. to do with the kids? Who's going to watch the kids? So it's been great. Yeah, I know the phase of motherhood. My boys are 15 and 16, but the first time I truly could leave the house for work or even just to go to a couple-hour event, I remember I called my best friend. I'm like, "Why didn't you tell me how mm -hmm. awesome this is?" Was it a you game know? changer? It was a total game changer. Yeah. And I don't remember anyone ever saying, "Oh, once they can stay at home by themselves, it just changed things mm -hmm. quite a bit." Yeah. Even just or to go to first cold. time that you didn't have to arrive at their soccer game two hours before they <laughs> yeah. they drove uh, themselves yeah. there, uh -huh. and you showed up at game time like that was pretty nice <laughs> <laughs> so, like it's like you get a small like you gradually get your life back uh -huh. right? I do mm -hmm. and it is a transitional period like that like you oh, have absolutely. those little moments where they're home by themselves or I don't have to be at the, you know, right, mm -hmm. the lacrosse game two hours early and so like when it then when they're gone gone it's it is it didn't happen all at once you had yeah. a little transitional period yeah. but it still is a weird dynamic in the household mm -hmm. and I still have one at home. Well wait till your third goes then it's yeah. really strange when suddenly <laughs> when you leave that last one at college and you come back and there's no one at the house sure. and the I mean the calendar is wide open I mean I think we my husband thank God went to the grocery store and got me flowers and came home and said 
we got this, right? And I'm like, we do. I'm sure we do. I think so. so. Right. I, I remember yep. when my son was, um, I think uh, he was going into his sophomore year, and so we were, I always have lunch at the end of the year with a group of moms, and so we were out having lunch, and there was one part of the conversation where they were talking about, um, you know, what am I going to do? Like, now i got to get to know this guy I've been living with all these years, <laughs> right? Right. And I remember one mom saying, I don't know that I really like him, right? So what are we going to do? And so, but it stuck in the back of my I, you know, in the back of my head, like, I have to really uh, make sure I'm intentional yeah. for when, you know, the kids leave that we still have this thing going mm -hmm. so that it, you know, we can survive it, if you will. It's hard. As a divorced parent, right, coming from a different angle, um, I feel like I've been weaned into these changes, even though my kids aren't haven't left yet, but I don't have them 50% of the time. Mm. So from the time yeah. they were three and a half and four and a half, every other weekend was my own time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and every other, you know, weekday night, uh, my ex-husband had the kids, okay. even when they were really little. So that was a really strange transition for me. And I know, just like you, I kind of, I look forward to seeing my kids thriving yeah. and like I'm so proud of them like this is the next step that you're supposed yeah. to be taking and I'm right, excited for you and I feel more that like I feel like I have a little mm -hmm. glitch in my brain where I lost the I'm going to be sobbing you know at the step now I probably will be but you will uh, but, be. you yeah. will be. <laughs> you'll, do you will be. you'll do that but you'll you may be able to get past it sooner though right because right. if you feel like that like I do the same with my kids is that you raise them to be these independent boys and right. then they go do it you have a moment of wait why did you go do it and then, but, and then when you regroup on it, you're like, they're, they are thriving. They're doing what they love. Yeah. And that's we the raise hardest, them to do. The hardest I know. Yeah. Is that if you do your job well, yeah. then they it's should be able be. to live outside of you in your mm -hmm. home mm -hmm. and, and live a productive, happy life. And so, but it's hard sometimes to be the one that stays back. Mm -hmm. And you, you will get a little... My my oldest son just went to Country Thunder with like eight of their friends and stayed at um, a friend's house up there. And uh, I, at some point, my ex called me. He's like, "Where's Christopher?" I'm like, "I have no idea." I honestly had. I'm like, "He's in Wisconsin." Yeah. I mean, mother of the <laughs> moment, right? but it was. But it, to the point of. You know, I have a cell phone number. Right. I, you know, mm -hmm. I can call him. He's responsive. Um, he's responsible. Right. Um, that I know the adjustment, of. though, in college is that you've gone from knowing all of their friends, knowing mm. their parents, knowing where they are. They come home at dinner, yeah. and then suddenly they're having a great time with all these people that you have <laughs> yeah. no, no idea, idea who they are. <laughs> and you're like checking social media. Like, yeah. did they tweet something so I know that they're alive? Right. Right. Like, because they don't check in as often. Yeah. Yep. So, and then when they do, you're super excited and you want to hear everything that they're doing, and then you hang up the phone you're like oh they're doing what they're supposed to be doing right, right. So why am I not doing that with them mm -hmm. and like when my daughter my daughter has been out of college for one year and she has a job and she lives in southern Indiana and she went on vacation and she didn't like talk to me about the vacation like she just planned her vacation mm -hmm. and when she told me she was going my first reaction was like well how did you even know how to do well right. where, where was yeah. that conversation with me yeah. but she's like um, I'm 23 yes. I have my own job mm -hmm. I, I, I did it like you would do it I go Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, you're going it's all those firsts, like going on a vacation or going to right. the doctor. I remember mm -hmm. my daughter was there, oh. going to her first doctor's appointment. But I'm not with you. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I'm not with you. Like, right. your doctor? Seriously, right. she like FaceTimed me from the doctor's office. So I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not joking. Well, and then you had the fear of missing out, right? Yeah. Because yeah. then when, when Brett and Kelsey flew out to LA to visit Trevor yeah. and they're all out there together, I'm looking at Kevin like, why aren't we out in LA? Like, why <laughs> didn't they ask us to come yeah. <laughs> at this point? Right? I'm fine. Why didn't they want to hang out with me? Literally, my daughter just sent a text. She said um, to my, and we have like a family group text, and she said to, to, to my son BJ, um, 
I'm going to be in, in New York for business. And he goes, oh, great, we'll have dinner. I'm like, wait, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> you guys aren't including us. Yeah. Like, where's yeah. my invitation? Uh, even at 45, if I plan a little trip with my sister, I'm always, I'm always like, takes me a little while to tell my dad, right? Because yeah. even if we're doing like a girl's trip, and he's like, oh yeah, well, I'm going to be hanging out with Amy, you know? And he's like, oh, <laughs> you kind of hear that like, sorry, dad, not this time. Right, you'll be <laughs> the next I trip. will say that is one of the greatest things though, with my two older ones specifically, is how close they are. Like mm -hmm. how I've watched them even grow into adults. Yeah. And even when they don't invite me and my heart hurts just a little <laughs> bit. I love that they are growing into adults that are close, mm -hmm. that that relationship mm -hmm. they've built when they were younger is now continuing on because yeah. if I want them to be out having a good time and, right, for and sure. to call each other and ask advice and mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And to be, have a friendship, right, you know, not right. just a like, brother, sister, right. sister. We don't have yeah. to be together because we're family. I choose to be around you because yeah. I consider you a friend. Mm -hmm. I live that part. Yeah. Now, do your kids live close by or? No, so my, um, our son lives in D.C., I mean in New York, and our daughter okay. lives in D.C., but they do see one another, and okay. to your point, they're great friends, and so that's been good to see from afar. Mm -hmm. but yeah, they're, has they're that been friends. harder for them to be that far away? Um, it has been, but, you know, we're very, again, we're very intentional about going out and spending time with them. We still take two family vacations a year together. Of course, we pay for them. Um, <laughs> but whatever. If it that brings all them together. You know, no. our thing is you get there and then mom and dad's got everything else. So it's been good. I mean, we've been very intentional about making sure that we have those together times. So. Mm -hmm. And for us, Brett's in St. Louis and Trevor was out in Los Angeles and just moved to um, Lincoln Park. Oh, so nice. we are thrilled that now he's in school down in Chicago. So. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they don't live down the street from me yeah. in Naperville, but you know we'll work on that. Yeah, <laughs> that's the next step. Mm -hmm. Get them off. And I would love for them to come home for like a year, maybe, mm -hmm. um, and just save money. You know, just to work oh, out. Right. It would be great, mm -hmm. but they're probably never coming back to Illinois. But don't you think that you've totally created this life for yourself now too? Yeah. That they're not here. Yeah. So we did like you. You do. You have to become very purposeful. You start yeah. dating again, yeah. and mm -hmm. you're reacquainting yourself with each other, and and then now like we do have our things going on. So. Yeah. When they say, when are you coming down to St. Louis? I'm like, oh, we can't do it this weekend because we have something on the calendar. But I mean, we love and appreciate the time together. Yeah. So, but we're purposeful too about yeah. vacation. And that's, I think, so. the key is being very intentional, mm -hmm. and not only about your relationship with your kids, but with your spouse. Right. Because that's, I just was saying before that, you know, I'm starting to play golf. And one of the reasons is because that's something that we feel like we can do Great together. Yeah. And we can, we can just in an afternoon say, hey, you know, let's just go. Yeah. Let's mm -hmm. just do this. And it's something that we can do we're trying to figure out, okay, where are those touch points yeah. mm -hmm. for us as a couple so we can continue to date and to hang out and mm -hmm. do all the things now that we don't have lacrosse games yeah. and everything else. Oh, yeah. tea time's got us through the first couple of weeks. I of love that. Days, right? Tea time's and Survived on tea, tea times and Hugo's. <laughs> I've got to figure something fall. else out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, golf is just, be your no, thing. it's just not. I want to be by a pool. I want to be by water. Yeah. yeah, I don't like being super hot and not being able to be in a bathing suit in mm -hmm. water. So <laughs> it's just a, <laughs> Well, there you go. Yeah. Golf not is not my thing either. For the no. course, yeah. So yeah. yeah. Now, golf is not my thing either, but I'll meet afterwards. So we'll meet yeah. right. somewhere right. I have a, right. you know, lunch right. or something. You get so. sweaty, and then I'll meet you for yeah, a drink. I'll meet you later. How much communication <laughs> do you have with your kids on a weekly, monthly mm. basis? And is it different with each child, a little different? It is. You know, again, when, when the kids went off to school, so our son is the oldest, when he went off to school, um, I had a conversation with him about, 
you know, I'm used to you being around all the time. Yeah. So I get you're going to be away, but I need you to still communicate with me. So we had this thing where he would send us a text every single evening mm -hmm. just to say, Mom, I'm good, I'm okay. Yeah. You know, sometimes they came in at 2 in the morning after <laughs> partying a little while. But, you know, we got those. And then, um, and now, you know, the tech. Thank God for text messaging. Yeah, right. I mean, sure. I still tell them, yeah, you got to so pick up the phone easier. and call me. I know, I'm paying I your bill, call me. Mm -hmm. But um, thank God for text messaging. So yeah. we're always in, in communication. Yeah. And like you, we have a family text, so yeah. we're on it constantly, mm -hmm. whether, you know, the White Sox are winning and everybody's yeah. texting about it. It doesn't matter what it is, but yeah. we're, I feel like we're in constant communication. Yeah. And yeah. We, we, we don't go very long without seeing the boys. Like, yeah. Yeah. we are, we're either down in St. Louis, they come up here, we've flown out to L.A., like, we make it. A yeah. point to be with them. Yeah, that's right. My um, my daughter is about seven hours away, and we probably every other month either she's up here or we're down there mm -hmm. in the text yeah, messaging. But in FaceTime, she FaceTimes me at least once a week to yeah. just check in. Now my son is he's in college around here, so he's only forty five minutes away from our house. That can be a little too close sometimes. Yeah. Like, you know, just like put some laundry and grab some groceries. I said, yeah. we're not a grocery store. It's a house. <laughs> but he will. But the best was my husband and my youngest were gone on a, a trip this summer, and my oldest son would stop by to see if I needed any. Like oh. he would, and That's he would call, awesome. like, is That's there something so nice. I can do? Do you need something? And I thought, is this what's going to be like when I'm old? Like, is this like, are you going to still take care of me? Is but don't like you little... enjoy the time with them now? I do. And it's oh, not gosh. to say that I didn't love them as I infants, agree. toddlers, mm -hmm. all yeah. through you know, the ages. However, now we have a great time when we're together. Like, yeah. We really I enjoy totally it, agree. whether we're golfing together or hanging out yeah. or mm -hmm. exploring their cities. I mean, it's just a blast. Yeah. And mm -hmm. the conversation has shifted. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. while Trevor's still on the payroll, right? But it's he's an adult and yeah. he's independent, and I love to hear what he's yeah. talking about. So mm -hmm. I love great. that, too. Mm -hmm. I think something you said at the beginning just love the adults that your kids are becoming I mean mm -hmm. I love the adults mm -hmm. my kids have become yeah. they mm -hmm. are just I, you know, my heart yeah. I couldn't I couldn't agree more yeah becoming an empty nester can be a strange challenging and exciting transition in time for moms and kids thank you to Kim and Kristen for joining us today to share their journeys we'll be right back with more of the moms network This episode of The Moms Network is brought to you in part by Promenade Bolingbrook. Anchored by Macy's, Bass Pro Shop, iPick Theater, and H&M, the Promenade Bolingbrook has more than 65 shops and 12 restaurants. There's something for everyone, from fashion trends to gifts for the outdoor enthusiast. It's shopping, entertainment, easy and convenient parking, and great restaurants. And don't forget about special events like This Is Halloween, featuring a lighted Halloween tree with synchronized songs. Check out the Promenade Bolingbrook. In Naperville, we know that community counts. In fact, it's in our name. As Naperville Community Television, we have the privilege of showcasing what makes this award-winning city a wonderful place to raise a family, to make a living, and to enjoy life's journey. That's why it's our mission to capture on camera those special moments that connect us. 
Those stories that impact our lives. Stories you won't see anywhere else. So watch Naperville Community Television on air, online, and on social media. This episode of The Moms Network is brought to you in part by Promenade Bolingbrook. Welcome back to The Moms Network. This segment, we are chatting about pets with my co-hosts, Patty, Grace, and Lindsay. I'm excited for this conversation as I just took in Ruby the cat a few months ago. My boyfriend lovingly said I went from zero to crazy cat lady in one day. <laughs> Who are your furry friends at home? We have a cat named Milo, and Milo was not even part of our plan. It just kind of naturally turned into that after we found a mouse. And uh, oh. very interesting story. My husband didn't tell me about the mouse situation for some time, tried to take care of it on his own, and then he just said, listen, we've got a problem. And, uh, and I said, well, it's not my problem. I'm gonna go hide upstairs while you take care of that problem. And uh, then all of a sudden, he's like, oh, we're gonna get a cat delivered here. And uh, she's a mouser, she's from a small farm. Oh my gosh. She knows how to do this. I'm like, what? I didn't, like, even, know. I didn't, I didn't even know, know this was a thing. A mouser? A mouser. Well, like, it was just a cat on the farm. It was, uh, her name was number seven. And <laughs> this girl came to work. <laughs> a week later, we're mouse-free, no issues, nothing. Oh. And she now, like, she went from the cat that was just here for a purpose yeah. to the cat that is just part of our family. All right, I have a quick question. Yes. Did it ever bring you a mouse? Dude. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> lots, lots of presents. And, uh, would you find them in really bad places? She would or usually just... put them in the same spot for my okay. husband to take care of. Um, yes. But yeah, I mean, she was efficient. She did not wow. hide She came to work. Yeah. She was yeah. there to do a job. She did. And so <laughs> it was just the craziest thing because I was never a cat person. I was uh -huh. a dog person. And, you know, she just uh, she took care of business. And we were so appreciative. So we kept her. And now she's part of our family. She sleeps in our bed. I mean, it's. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah. The so, neighbors want to borrow her. Like, she's really? She's really good. <laughs> well, I feel like I've been ruined because, so my ex-husband took in a cat, and he's not necessarily a cat person, but he was helping someone out, and this poor cat was being, like, mauled by another cat. Oh. And so when I first met her, she had, like, all these, like, mm. oh, all these, like, little rips. Oh, it was terrible. But anyway, anytime I went over there, she was so sweet. And so he was going on vacation, and I was like, maybe I can steal her. And because I knew he didn't really want, I wasn't really stealing. So I, I, I cleverly Sorry. devised a plan where I said, why don't I take Ruby for while you're out of town so that the kids and I will just be easier. We don't have to go back to your house. And so that man showed up with bags. I had a litter box. I, yep, he was, I mean, he was like spent like $100. He came, he's like, all right, you're all set up. And so I sent him a picture of Ruby on my lap the first night. And I said, Ruby is purring. And he He's like, if you better watch out, she may never want to leave. I'm like, well, I may never want her to have her leave. Aww. So it's been my cat ever since. So it's been a couple of months, and she is just, she's so sweet. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, she's an older cat. So I'm like, mm -hmm. my son Christopher was like, can she just stay alive forever? Oh, because yes. she's the best cat. Because yeah. then when, when we get to that phase, 
I don't know that I could get another cat because what if it wasn't nice? And she purrs so loud. But we did that. We had the dog pass away and then we got another dog. And I thought I couldn't do that. Like when our dog passed away, I thought, yeah. I cannot go through this heartbreak again. It's too much. <laughs> and then six months later, it's like, okay, well, let's get this dog. And we ended up getting a mutt that was part of a litter that was dropped off. And she is, she's awesome. And she's great, but she's a lot of work. And that was the one thing. I think that as parents, you know, your kids are always into it. Like, oh, let's get a cat, let's get <laughs> right, a dog. Yes, right. I will take care of it. I will change my schedule. And it's really great until sports start up or, mm -hmm. oh, my friend really wants to go out. And so at some point to all parents, you will be taking care of that <laughs> it's cat. It's your cat or it's your dog. And you will be the one bundled up with the leash and you'll be walking around because it will end up being yours. Mm -hmm. We did that to my parents when we were kids. I really? was about seven years old. My brother was nine and we begged for a dog. We begged. We said, we'll do it just like you yeah. said, Patty. Yeah. We'll do everything. We promise. We'll do anything. Guess who cried the most when we had to put that dog down when I was in college? My dad. It was no. his dog. Right. He was the one who really came. I mean we did we did do as much as we could but as a seven-year-old it's fun to walk the dog for the first week and then you're over it. <laughs> right. yeah. or so, like when yeah. they introduce the pooper scooper to you it really that dog really became my dad's dog Aww. and then as soon as I graduated college I adopted a dog from the Naperville Area Humane Society right away I was like, I'm going to get a dog as soon as I'm an adult and I'm on my own. <laughs> I can do that. And my husband and I had George. His name was George. Oh we like bad like names for yeah, dogs. I like so, that. Yeah. So George, um, we had to put him down April before our daughter was born mm. in July. And we just didn't want to... He was really sick. It was a hard decision to make. It was one of the most difficult decisions my husband and I had to make at that point in our marriage, being married for a couple of years. That was kind of like a monumental yeah, right. decision as a couple when he was that sick. And so we decided that having a new baby, so it was April 2015, our daughter was born in July of 2015. We did not want to have a newborn and a new dog. I'm all yeah, about pets with newborns and babies if they're established into the family, but we decided that we just did not want to have to navigate. And my husband travels for work, so I was going to be doing everything, yeah. newborn, new dog. So we'll, we'll get another dog down the road when our kids are a little bit older, probably when they beg for one. <laughs> <laughs> right, when they pull on you what you right, pulled on your exactly. parents. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And you know, because you did that, that they're not really going right. to, she's <laughs> only going to walk that dog for a week. And then it's, it's so going true. To be. But they do become a real part of your, and I work from home, and so our dog, follows me around like she you know she sleeps in my office couch she yeah. when I go downstairs she goes downstairs yeah. and so they I, I get where your dad's mm -hmm. feeling is on that when our other dog passed away I underestimated the deep relationship he had with our youngest son yeah and it's because we got him almost the exact, Jack was little when we mm -hmm. got him, so Jack never knew life without the dog. And they become very protective. They become very protective, yes. and yeah. so when we had to make the hard decision to put mm -hmm. the dog down, I knew Jack would be sad, but I really wasn't prepared for, like, he, and he looked at me and said, I don't know life without him. And oh. I thought, oh. what if we die? <laughs> like, it's a parenting moment, like, we can't yeah. go back and we ruined him. Because it's just, it's like, wow, you don't know life without him. And they, you know, he followed him around and he waited for him after school and yeah. all those things. And that's probably why we ended up getting another dog. Yeah. Because Jack was like, well, it's time to get another dog. It's been six months. I'm like, oh, yeah, why not? Oh, my gosh. And then you go from old dog to puppy. Yeah. Oh. Whole different ball game.
yeah. whole different ball game. I remember when you first got the dog, and you were like, I have to leave to go let the dog out. <laughs> you had to, and now we take, and I don't want any judgment on this. No. I do, again, I work from home, but I take the dog to daycare two days a week. That's right. That's awesome. Like they, right have, like they have She's doggy daycare? daycare right Does she now. love it? She loves it. It's Does she like, get all excited, like yes. wag her tail? When I pull onto that street, she gets really excited. And then I, and I actually, the other day, I was talking to her and the other dogs as if they were my kids at daycare. Like, I was like, aren't you excited to see all your friends? Look, it's and I'm like, what is happening? You're like, mommy always comes back. Do you remember that movie, uh, Look Who's Talking with John Travolta? And, yes. And when the, the grandma is talking to the baby, going, oh, boo-doo-boo-doo. And he's like, what are you saying, lady? I'm like, that's how I talk to Ruby. I'm like, oh, yes. just so cute. Oh, oh, yes. And I'm like, Jason just looks at me. He's like, really? We took our daughter She's to see so Secret cute. Life of Pets this summer at the movie theater. Oh, yeah. And it was just so funny, the other side of the pets. You wonder if they're thinking that. Right. If they're looking at you right. like, you're crazy. Why are you talking to me? like a baby right. or what they do when you're not home yeah my mm -hmm. cat totally thinks that we're bonkers like <laughs> she looks she will just look at us like girl <laughs> and i'm like don't judge me like he'll, like, like late at night I'm like i kind of need a snack and like walk and she'll just kind of pitter patter down she goes mm-hmm kitchen's <laughs> closed like you that face i'm like i'll just go back upstairs now she's like mm-hmm as you were and like she'll follow me back up and like gosh judging eyes or like holidays freak her out like oh, really? extra yeah. company in the house oh. as soon as we put the christmas tree up i mean the first two christmases we probably went through like three or four skirts for the tree <laughs> no she no she just destroyed them. Did she get up in the tree or just the skirt of she it? She just marked the skirt. Oh. And nice. it's a very defiant smell. Yeah. It's, that is not the smell of Christmas. <laughs> so, I just told Ryan, I'm like, we are not getting a tree anymore. Like, we're not with trees. Our cat cannot handle the stress of this thing in oh here. Oh my gosh. I mean, it was it was bad. Um, and then finally, she's like, okay, I guess this is a normal thing you're going to do. I'll find something else to do. Like, it was just a, a disturbance in her world. She's routine. I mean, mm -hmm. she just likes what she knows if we leave town she freaks out and she starts racing all around looking for all of her toys like oh my gosh where are they going what's happening and, but she's family i mean uh -huh. it's like of course it's funny to us but we're also like oh is the stress worth it? Should you really go? Like, look how much it's worth it because your house is mouse free. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Because she was, but that is so true. You do start to say, oh, is she so upset? We shouldn't go. And then you're like, wait a minute, we're going on a family vacation. Why is yeah. suddenly this pet judging us? I always think cats judge you. Yes. Like, I always feel not like they're Ruby. judging. Ruby you don't think Ruby no, judges? Not at all. <laughs> judge for cat. She's a judge. Seriously. They like, just always so have cool. that air about them, like they know more than you, and I don't need you, you need me, like uh, that kind of feel. Mm -hmm. We uh, Every time Ruby. I wake up, so I don't have her sleep in my room. But uh, Not yet. Yeah, and she doesn't, she, <laughs> doesn't make, she doesn't make a peep, but as soon as I, she can hear me get up, and then I open up my door, and she's just sitting there, and she just looks at me, and she mm -hmm. normally makes one meow. And then she just That's it, runs really? down the stairs, and then I give her food, and then she acts like I've never fed her before, yeah. ever. <laughs> like, I'm Ruby, Ruby, stop, stop. So, And our dog definitely knows, like, if it's 5.30 and we have not fed her, she will move the bowl. She will, like, move her bowl <laughs> and just and look at me like, are you noticing what's happening? It's <laughs> I would like you to see. You must have forgotten. She have an Apple Watch? No, she does. She should. She's better time. She's better than my Apple Watch. Like I know exactly which. I'm like, oh, it's 5:30. The bowl's in the middle of the kitchen floor. I got it.
<laughs> there, there is a, a time commitment, right, mm -hmm. to yes. taking yeah. care of pets. Uh, cats, I think, are probably less, but the cleaning yeah. of the litter is definitely not my favorite thing. And mm -hmm. every once in a while, it like gets really clumped up, and then I scoop it, and then it flings, and then it all goes. And oh. I'm like, oh. Oh. well, not the litter, not the <laughs> stuff. <laughs> You should get one of those like self-clean, you know, like robot litter boxes. They, they have, have that? They have yeah. robot litter it boxes. It's like a little, like a dome. Yes. yes. I don't know how it works. Know how I've it seen works the infomercials, but they I clean themselves. I should talk to my ex. Yeah. I can drop off one of those. Right. Yeah, it's like child support. Like you should pay for <laughs> <laughs> the robot litter box Listen, for his cat. Seems like I'm keeping Ruby. Can you upgrade the litter box right. now? So funny. Oh my gosh, that's true. But it is with a dogs, lot. right? I mean, you have to. I don't have to walk Ruby outside. No, you have to walk. You have to walk. And our dog has to be on her non-daycare days. She <laughs> has to be. I have to walk her two miles every morning, yeah. or she will go crazy in yeah. the house and she and we you go through that period of she was chewing everything now she doesn't like now we're better but you know it's a lot of work and that's the thing with kids I don't think that they even though kids beg for the pet mm -hmm. and I think they really do genuinely want to help mm -hmm. and be a part of it mm -hmm. it's just a lot of work to yeah. make sure that they're walked and they're entertained and mm -hmm. that you can't keep your shoes on the floor when we first got her that was the thing she would chew up shoes and mm -hmm. my son would be like she's chewing up my shoe and I go you can't leave your shoes around <laughs> Which actually, our house was cleaner. Oh, yeah. So I was oh, like, oh, yeah, there you everybody go. Everybody put their stuff away. Little happy side effect. It was huh? a little happy side effect. <laughs> Pets bring so much joy and companionship to our families for the time they are with us. Thanks for watching the Moms Network. And remember, you are always invited. Thank you. This episode of The Moms Network is brought to you in part by Promenade Bowling Brook.